The Bible says the Holy Spirit indwells the body of the believer and he's going to help you in the midst of the storms of life. That's lasting, it's real, and it's permanent. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, and the president of Dayspring Bible College in Mundelein, Illinois. Hi, this is Jim Scudder, and you're listening to In Grace. Thank you so much for being part of our ministry today as we use radio and podcasts to preach the gospel, preach the message of Scripture. And today we're trying to help all of us find calm in the middle of crazy. And we we live in a world that just seems to get more and more crazy all the time, and that's why we really need to hear this. And we're going to start by talking about Jesus on a boat with his disciples. He's asleep, and they're scared, and they say something so stupid. You know, it reminds me of the children of Israel that had just been saved from Egypt and the whole army of Egypt destroyed in the Red Sea that they just crossed right through on dry ground. And then in three days, they start complaining and saying, did did you bring us into the wilderness just so we would die of thirst? What a stupid thing to say. Yeah, God's going to bring them out of Egypt just to allow them to die in the desert of thirst. No. Well, that's exactly what we kind of find here. Master, don't you care if we perish? Of course he cares. Let's be people of faith and let's be thoughtful before we open our mouths. We're going to talk about that and more today here on In Grace. Right before we do, let me remind you that we would love for you to come along on a really wonderful adventure. We're going to Alaska this July, and we have what we're calling a creation cruise, In Grace Creation Cruise. Bruce Malone, a creation speaker, a friend of mine, him and his wife Robin are coming. My wife Karen and I, we're going to be ministering to you. We have a special room in the ship in the evenings. We're going to gather after dinner and learn more about what we just saw, the creation of Alaska. And uh, you have all day long to go explore these beautiful ports of call uh, from Whittier all the way to Vancouver. We would love for you to come on this cruise on Holland America with In Grace. To find out more information, go to our website, ingraceradio.com, ingraceradio.com. Look at the travel tab. Uh, Or you can call us for your brochure. The number is 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE. Master, carest thou not that we perish? Oh, you think Jesus doesn't care if they all die? Is that really what you're saying? But you know, often when you behave a certain way or you panic in a certain way when there's pressure in your life, it's, it's as if you're saying, God, you don't care about me. You don't care if I'm going through this difficulty, this problem, this trial. You don't care that I'm, I'm, I'm going to possibly die in this. What a ridiculous thing for them to say, but before you're too hard on them, That's probably where we would be mentally if we were in that boat ourselves. It's dark. It's windy. These are seasoned fishermen. If they're scared, folks, this isn't like you going out on your first boat ride. I mean, this is where they lived, and they're scared. Verse 38, and he arose, and this is really remarkable, and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, peace. Be still. 
Seopeo. It's a different word, but this is a word, peace be still. It's, it's as if Jesus is hushing the wind and the waves. I don't know if you've ever had your kids that are arguing with each other. Somebody did something the other one didn't like or they took something, that, whatever. You know how that goes, right? And they're arguing and, and you just look at them with the sternest look and you go, shh. Now, if you're consistent as a parent, they will involuntarily stop talking. It will as it'd be like their, their mouth muscles and their, their vocal cords are frozen. Now, if you're not consistent as a parent, they won't listen to you until you do that three or four times because you always promise to do this or this or this or this, but you don't follow through, okay? So if you're just a little parenting advice, don't tell them five times. Tell them one time, okay? Just tell them one time and then follow through with whatever threat you're, you're giving them. Make sure your threats, by the way, are, I'm gonna kill you guys, you know? <laughs> Make sure your threats are, are reasonable. So it's as if Jesus hushes the wind. Who can hush the wind? And, and not only that, but the waves. You know that once waves get going, they don't stop instantly. If the wind stops instantly, the waves go on for a while. Both the wind and the waves and the danger stopped when he commanded that, when he said, peace, be still. Peace, be still. The wind ceased, there was a great calm. You think that would have settled them, right? But no, it actually made them more fearful. In Mark 4.40, he said unto them, why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? I'm telling you, there's only one man that can order the wind and the waves to stop and that is God in the flesh, Jesus. There's no other man that could possibly do this. Only Jesus can do this. Let me just tell you something. Jesus had been teaching his disciples about the kingdom of God. If you read the verses earlier in Mark 4, the lesson was on, on the way that we need to be as followers of Jesus. The kingdom of God is, it requires this type of temperament. And instead of Jesus giving them a paper test and say, okay, now it's time for your test he gives them a test, but if you're serving the Lord, let me just tell you something, your test will never be on paper. The test is going to be a life experience. How will you do on that test? I hope they learn something from this test. Here's a real life lesson. Jesus can be trusted in the storms of life. Do you think Jesus knew there was a storm coming? Do you think he, was he surprised by this development? He did promise that they would get to the other side, but he did not promise smooth sailing, did he? And that's the promise of God. He has promised a safe arrival, not smooth sailing. Keep that in mind. There's one author 
I doubt who is a Christian, but he got this right. He said, worry never robs tomorrow of its sorrow. It only saps today of its joy. What was the danger out there on that, on that boat? What was the greatest danger? Was it the waves? Was it the wind? Was it the deep, cold water? No, the greatest danger on that ship was unbelief. And that's the greatest danger in our lives that can rob us of peace that Jesus can bring in the midst of a storm. Number three, Jesus gives peace that is lasting. I love this. John 14, 27, peace I leave with you. He's talking now near the end of his life. He's in the upper room. He's talking to his disciples, the final things that he's going to share with them. Soon he will be arrested. He says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. So the world gives so-called peace, but the peace doesn't ever last. It's not real. But Jesus is going to give peace that is lasting. He said, give I unto you, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. There was an exasperated husband who asked his wife, he says, why are you always worrying about everything when it doesn't do any good? And she replied this way. Oh, yes, it does, she said. 90% of the things I worry about never happen. And she's actually right. Somebody's done the math for you, okay? Write this down. This is for an average anxious person. 40% of the things you're anxious about won't happen. 30% of the things that you're anxious about have happened in the past and you can't do anything about that. 12% of the things you're anxious about are criticisms from other people, mostly not true. 10% of your anxiety is about your health, which gets worse with stress. 8% of your anxiety are real problems that you're going to face. So most of the things that we worry about, you, you have no control over. Jesus gives peace that is lasting. And now how does he do that? Well, in the verse before, John 14, 27, you'll read that Jesus promised a comforter. It's not a blanket that keeps you warm in the winter. This is a person. It is God. It is the third person of the Trinity. It is the Holy Spirit. Jesus promised them when he leaves, he's going to give them a comforter that's going to help them. And we have that comforter today. Where? Inside of every person that is saved. The Bible says the Holy Spirit indwells the body of the believer until the day of redemption. He's the guarantee of an inheritance. Guarantee that you'll arrive safe on the other side. And he's going to help you in the midst of the storms of life. That's lasting, it's real, and it's permanent. Jesus has left you with that. And he says... That peace is part of that. Jesus has left us peace. How? By giving us the Spirit of God, the Comforter. John 16, 33 says, These things have I spoken unto you, that in me ye might have what? Peace. In the world you shall have tribulation. So the world promises peace, but you end up with tribulation. 
But Jesus offers peace and it's real, it's lasting because it's from the spirit of God. And then he says, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. That's why you don't have to fear the world. That's going to give you tribulation. And then one of my favorite verses in the Bible is Psalm 118, verse 16, where it's, or verse six, where it says, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man can do unto me. Amen? That's our fear. We're always worried. But we have peace because of the Spirit of God that is lasting. Number four, Jesus wants us to share our peace. Look at John 20. This is just after the resurrection. Jesus has raised himself from the dead. Some of them have seen him. Some of them have not. In John 20... In verse 19, it says, Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, I believe this is the same room where he had instituted the Lord's table, communion. We just read about that in John 14. So they're, they're assembled, the doors are closed, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said what? Peace be unto you. How many animals could fit on Noah's Ark? Did the flood really cover the entire earth? If you're wrestling with the answers to these questions, look no further than InGrace's exciting video series, A Tour of Noah's Ark, where Jim Scudder walks through the amazing Ark Encounter in Northern Kentucky with Bodie Hodge, the son-in-law of Answers in Genesis founder, Ken Ham. This incredible series will be yours as a thank you for a gift of any amount to InGrace. And when your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, a walk through creation with Ken Ham and exploring God's oceans. Or get our entire eight series creation bundle for only $100. Don't miss out on this exclusive opportunity to learn about a young earth and explore the beauty of God's world. Call now, 800-78-GRACE or order on our secure website, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Fifth and final thing, Jesus can give the peace of God after you have peace with God. What does that mean? There was a woman back up in the Galilee area, so now we're back up in northern Israel, who the whole community knew was a sinner. So like everybody in town knew she was a sinner. How would you like to, to have that as a reputation? But she did. But she comes to Jesus while he's at a, 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 a guest at a table of a wealthy man, and he had all of these important people, important quotations, around religious, so-called religious people. And she came in with precious perfume and anointed his feet, and then she washes his feet with her tears. And Jesus said this to her in Luke 7, 48. And he said unto her, thy sins are forgiven. Well, this whole scene got people's attention because she shouldn't have been there. No, no one in that upper society would invite such a person because of her reputation, although they were probably all worse than her by, in their heart, 
but they publicly would have nothing to do with such a, a, a sinner. But Jesus shows compassion to her and he, he proclaims something to her that astounded the religious people. He said her sins were forgiven. And they, verse 49, that sat at meat, sat at dinner with him, began to say within themselves, who is this that forgiveth sins also? This, this was not done. This was only God can forgive sins, right? Well, that's why he did it. So I, let me ask you the question. Why did Jesus save this woman from hell? Was it her extravagant gift? Was it all the money that she spent and brought it to him? Was it, was it, was it her emotion? Was it her, her crying? Was it her tears? Was it her act of, of sacrifice? What was it? What was it that saved this woman, that gave this woman peace with God? Forgiveness of sins. What was it? Well, fortunately, the Bible tells us because if the Bible hadn't told us, a bunch of pastors and commentators would have said her sorrow saved her, her tears saved her, her expensive gifts saved her. Saved her. But Jesus said in 750, thy, what? Faith hath saved thee. Go in peace. She left that day her faith, what is that? That's her, her trust, and not in herself. She knew she was a sinner. She knew she can't save herself. The people that were uh, sitting there with Jesus needed salvation just like her, but they didn't realize it. They thought they were pretty good. At least on the surface, they looked pretty good. They were religious. That's not what, what God expects is for you to look religious. God expects perfection, and if you don't have that, you, you're just like this woman. I am just like this woman. We all need forgiveness. We all need peace with God. You cannot go to heaven until you have peace with God, and that's, that means your sins have to be paid for. How can that happen? Well, in Romans 5, it tells us, therefore being what? Justified by faith. What does the word justify mean? It's a, a technical term that means that your account has been reconciled. So we go back to the definition of peace, to be made at one, to, 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 to be brought back to the way it should have been. So we have this huge debt we cannot pay. Jesus came and died for our sins by shedding his blood on that cruel cross. And he was buried and he rose again and he offers anyone that will put their faith in him that they will be saved from their sins. Her, her faith saved her. Your faith can save you. Faith in what? Faith that Jesus is the son of God who died on a cross and rose again. That's it. And when you have been justified by faith, it says we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So Jesus can give the peace of God. That means uh, in the middle of whatever trial I'm going through, I can have peace in the midst of the storm. Only when we first have peace with God that Jesus has provided to you as a gift. So you have to first receive by faith that gift. And when you do, you have peace with God. Then you can experience the peace of God in your life day after day after day. 
It's by grace that you're saved through faith. It's not of ourselves. It's a gift of God. It's not of work. So many people think, I have to be religious. I have to do good things. What did the woman do? Yeah, she, she had tears. She had emotion. She had love for Jesus. She brought him a gift, but none of those things saved her. It was her faith that saved her. And the same with you. The same with you. The Bible says that you and I are sinners. We've all sinned. We've fallen short of the glory of God. God is perfect and he's holy. Our sin separates us from him. What are we gonna do? God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. How can we be saved? How can we have peace with God? How can we avoid hell and go to heaven? It's when you believe that Jesus died for you on the cross, he paid for your sins, and you trust in him, then you have eternal life. And by the way, that can never change. No one can take you out of the hand of God. So you have eternal life at that very moment that your sins are forgiven. You're made back to the way that you were before sin. You're reconciled back to God, justified And once you have that, you always have that. And now you have the spirit of God in you at the very moment of faith. God is in you. That's incredible. Why aren't we utilizing the power that is within us? I had the great joy and fun this week of going to the dentist. If you go to the dentist, you're going to be better off if you go before you have problems. Some people don't go until you have major issues. If you go, you make the appointment, and if you go, and if you sit down, and if you open your mouth, he can do a work. He can, he can correct the problems, if it's cleaning or cavities or crowns or whatever, all these things. But you have to go. You have to appropriate that man's talents by making that appointment, by driving there, by going in, by signing a thousand forms, by opening your mouth, but then let him do a good work. And that's what God wants to do for you, but you have to go to him in faith by saying, I'm a sinner and I can't save myself, but I put my trust, I put my faith in Jesus Christ. At that moment, you're, you're saved. Now let him do what he needs to do in your life. It might be painful, but it's gonna be worth it. I promise you that. It's gonna be worth it. Can we find calm in the middle of crazy? Do we live in a crazy world? Yes. Can we find calm in the middle of crazy? Yes, we can. But that's when you have peace with God, then you can experience peace of God. If you'd like to talk to us more about eternal life, please call us. 1-800-78-GRACE or go to ingraceradio.com. The most important thing to us is that you know Jesus as your Savior, that you're born again, that you're on your way to heaven. And so we'd love to talk with you more about that. We're also excited because tomorrow we're going to continue our tour of Noah's Ark on the Friday and weekend edition of In Grace, and I hope you'll come back for that. Speaking of the tour of Noah's Ark, we're going to thank those of you that support our ministry with gifts of any amount with this powerful four-part full-length 
video series, a tour of Noah's Ark with Bodie Hodge. Bodie is Ken Ham's son-in-law. Ken's the founder of Answers in Genesis, and they built a full-size Ark. You need to see it, and you need to come on this tour with me and Bodie. Uh, to get this video, just make a gift of any amount when you call us at 1-800-78-GRACE or go to our website, ingraceradio.com, and we'll thank you by sending you this great four-part video series, either by DVD or digital download. Now, you might want to write to us and send a check and ask for the video series, A Tour of Noah's Ark. So our mailing address is in Grace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047, or 1-800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. We'll repeat all that in a second, but let me remind you, those of you that want to support in Grace with a larger gift, let's say $35 or more, we're going to send you three videos, The Tour of Noah's Ark, A Walk Through the Creation Museum with Ken Ham, and Exploring God's Ocean with Robert Carter. Now, if you want to get the entire bundle of all of our creation adventure videos, then that's eight videos for a gift of $100 or more. Don't forget to get the video series, A Tour of Noah's Ark, for your gift of any amount. When your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, A Walk Through Creation with Ken Ham and Exploring God's Oceans. Or get our entire 8-series creation bundle for just $100. Call 800-78-GRACE, go to ingraceradio.com, or write to us at Ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on Ingrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr. Ingrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on In Grace Radio.